Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. gift not a gift whenever i would say hey jake i got you a sandwich but you owe me five bucks so when it becomes a burden it's not a gift exactly so it's it's a really great question that you bring up about china and not being held accountable so they were they were given the gift of guiding this pandemic venture um in in what may of 2019 um so why why if you, off the top of your head, why wouldn't they be held accountable? The only thing I could think the reason why they wouldn't be held accountable for this is because somebody had something to gain financially for not holding them accountable. Not even that. Probably. That's, that's probably a small reason. But So why, why wouldn't the United States hold China accountable for what we all know, which is that it was created there. It came from there. We know this. It's verified. We know that it came from there. We know where it came from. We know when. And we know who is involved. And that is why they're not held accountable. Because who's tied to China through COVID? Fauci. Okay. He's part of the United States, correct? Unfortunately, yes. So during the pandemic, he became an asset. So why would China not be held accountable? Because we are running in lockstep with China. And if we hold them accountable, then we have to hold ourselves accountable. That's a good point. So why would we want to hold ourselves accountable? People love accountability these days, right? (laughs) Well, no, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They're not going to be held accountable for it because we, we would have to hold ourselves accountable. Because when you open things to litigation, what's the one big thing? that you open everything up for when it comes to litigation. If I were to sue you over something, it doesn't matter what happens discovery. Right. And that's, that's everything's getting put out there on the table. Like if I would get sued for one episode of this show, they're going to go through all the episodes of the show. They're going to go through all the episodes. They're going to go through all of our conversations. They're going to go through our messages that we talk about every day back and forth when we're just bullshitting. I'd hate to They're see him open Snapchat. everything up for a discovery. I would love for him to. I'd love to see him <laughs> laugh right there in court and be like, he makes a pretty girl, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but you're right. That's what it is. It, it is just, I guess that's the idea of what would come out of that. And. But we but see. Here's the thing, though. Anybody that's got their eyes open a little bit, you could see all the shady dealings that have went on with this. Mm-hmm. We know what's going on. You can kind of rightly see who needs to be held accountable for all this. It's kind of right there in black and white. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is this is why they won't be held accountable for it. Right. But 
things have things have progressed too far now. There are no new variants. It's not the thing that's in the news. The thing that's important is is going to be your social credit score here soon enough. And I'll I'll tell you uh, that is that is kind of one of the next things I did want to get into on tonight's show, man. Is I wanted to get into this this cashless system and this Fed now stuff and all that. So here's the thing: my brain, like Jake, my brain has been vibrating with missing two shows in a row because there's all these things I just wanted to talk about and get out there, and I'm over here just kind of freaking out. Um, clinicals were on the worst days, man. I swear to God, they kicked my ass. It's but all right, it, man. Anyway, so all right. I am watching in my area, in my town, I am watching more things become cashless by the day, right? Yeah. And specifically specifically the, the larger corporations in town, Lowe's, Walmart, things like that. Zero people registers open, all automatic, you know, the automated registers open, self-checkouts, and 90% of them are not taking cash, it's card only, Right. And that's that's what I'm seeing happen right now. This whole push for this is happening right now. Uh, I guess, and this is something I heard today, is the local <clears> bank <throat> we deal with in town is no longer giving out change rolls to your average person. You have to be a business owner if you want those, right? Hmm. So if for, okay. and and I mean, but I mean, granted, at the end of the day, how many people that don't own a business are going into the bank for rolls of change? Not very many. Uh, Not many. People who own like coin machines, laundromats especially, but laundromats are important. Laundromats are, are super, super important to any community, uh, believe it or not. They're very important. So B-Man J says that he goes in there for change. What do you, I mean, B-Man, if you want to throw it in the car comments, I mean, I'm just kind of curious what you're going for. I mean, we need to make change at, at our business, so therefore we need roles of change, right? And you know, obviously business owners need that. But as someone who doesn't own a business, I'm trying to think what would be the benefit of carry – oh, to collect coins. Oh, well, yeah, you got the people that collect coins and the people that do the hunt for the silver coins and stuff like that. They're coin collectors. Yeah, sorry. Forgot about that that huge number of the population that collects coins. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There's a lot of numismatists out there, man. There's a lot of them. So, I, okay, so, but I just thought it was odd that the bank is doing that because to me that just suggested, okay, they're trying to move people away from cash as much as possible, right? That, that was my thought with that. And, and again, I'm seeing this in my town where I'm going to, you know, these different businesses and they're saying, oh, you know, the, no machines are taking cash. You got to use a card. Or they'll have one open and there'll be a really long line for it to try to push everybody into using their card. And I wanted to ask you... I mean, this, this cashless society is coming. There's no doubt in my mind. Guys, this is not a good thing. It's going to make things really ugly and really nasty. Um, that's what's going to end up happening. And sadly, if we're in a cashless society, it's going to put a lot of people out of business. Um, things are going to go pretty shitty, and it's going to allow for corporations to do more than what they're doing now. But let's talk about the... Um, I did want to talk about the Fed Now system and see if you knew anything about that. And if you don't, we could skip that. Are you looking for something kick-ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. 
You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. The, the Fed Pay Now system is claimed to be a quicker way to send and receive payment, um, not just through the country, but all through the entire world, which means that other governments would have to cooperate with this system. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they mean by a quicker system, because if you do make a government payment electronically, electronic payments are instantaneous. Um, so what are they talking about? What would be faster? Um, the processing times themselves, um, that would come down to the banks and that would be the federal system as well. And that would be an issue that they'd have to fix because I know that when I pay bills, um, to doesn't matter. Um, whatever is going to process through my bank. Uh, let's say I pay my car off. Um, if I if I go and make my car payment, it takes two or three business days to process. Well, why is that? Um, that's because it has to go through checks and balances. Mm-hmm. And I rather appreciate that. Um, I, I, I like that they go through the necessary precautions. Because what I see, I, I've, I've been talking about these things already for what, three years, three, four years now? Um, you've heard the conversations. Many people that are listening to this have heard my conversations over the years talk about this. And now that it's finally here, people are saying, oh, no, what do we do? And the process is the same. The, the problem is that people can't do anything together. And this is why they will win. And they'll win with this just like they won with COVID. Is when COVID came, the thing that I said is that the only thing that you have to do is the easiest thing to do, which is get together and say no. Forget about sides. Forget about beliefs. It doesn't matter. Forget about red and blue. It doesn't matter. You should all band together and you should say no. The easiest possible thing to do. So, And I, this is going to be the same. Right. I 100% agree with you. I think the problem is, is too many people just don't give a shit. I think that's what it is. They, they just don't care. I mean... Dude, I remember being young and my parents like refusing to use an ATM card. They absolutely refused to. It was either check or cash. That was it because my parents were – they were actually afraid of the ATM machines. They were afraid that the computer was going to do something wrong. They were going to lose money. Something was going to get hacked. They were in fear of utilizing these ATMs, so they never did. It wasn't probably up until like 2000 – after the millennium, um, 2001, 2002, where I actually started seeing my parents use actual bank cards. And my dad, like, never did. He um, would write checks for absolutely everything. And I remember standing in line with him, being that those group of people that were holding up the line because he's writing a check. But he that's how he balanced everything, that he needed it, right? Like, he absolutely did. Um now you're in a generation now that doesn't know how like people nowadays don't know how to write a check and they're not scared to utilizing these cards because they were raised with this. So the next transition into something different, this younger generation is going to be on board for it, not question it. And that generation that was scared of these ATM cards that was scared and would only write checks, they have now 
gotten more comfortable with the idea of this instantaneous system, this direct deposit, all these things. I remember being younger and direct deposit was a challenge to get, right? You had to take papers, you had to fill out these forms, you had to take them back to the bank. It was a process to get direct deposit when I first started like working. Um, Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. there's like bonuses through your bank if you get direct deposit. You know, you get free checking if you get so much deposited a month. And a lot of these employers, they don't want to write paper checks. There is no paper checks. It's direct deposit or nothing. So our society is pushing us in this direction of, no, money's going to be all digital. It's not going to be something you hold in your hand anymore, and this is just the way it is. Well, this, this, is, all, this is all encompassing. What we're picking is one category of, of a much larger problem. And the much larger problem isn't the money. It isn't being sick. It isn't this or that or that. It's, it's a societal decay. So you talk about our parents' generation. I, I fully well believe that our parents' generation is the last generation of people who would truly stand up and fight against that stuff because they did. They did until they couldn't do it anymore until they were absolutely had no choice. And even then they didn't want to and hated it and spoke out against it, just like with debit cards or whatever. Um, I consider us the, I, I like to refer to it as like the in-between generation because like, like you, um, I learned both things. I grew up with technology, but I also know how to use a hammer and I do it really well. We learned the best of both worlds. We, we are that last little line in the sand, so to speak, to where we can take care of ourselves, we can take care of other people, and we like video games. So we like, we're that in-between generation. Now, the generation behind us that's coming up has lost all sense of the word or what it means to stand up for anything. We're seeing people that are losing their faith, losing their identities, losing any sort of semblance of belief in who they are because they are being trained that way. And that's why our generation, the in-between generation, is so, I guess, turned off to it for the, for the vast majority. Not everyone. I'm not talking about everyone. Right. Um, but that's why we're so turned off by it, because we see, we see this waning way of life that we grew up from and transitioned into and found the benefits of both. And now we're seeing the detriment of what the end result is of the convenience. This is the, this is the allegory of the cave where we're very much designing our own prison cell with all of the conveniences in our life inside of it. And we're making it so warm and comfortable and, and snugly in there. Why would you ever want to leave? And this is becoming the problem. We're seeing that problem translating it to people who don't wish to see it or don't know how is the issue that we're having. So one thing, dude, I had a conversation the other day about like my son and his struggle with things to figure things out. And I was, I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know, it's really wild to me when I was, when I was his age and I wanted to do something. Yes, we had YouTube, but we didn't have smartphones. Okay. So if I wanted to access something online or access something on YouTube, I had to go to a library. I had to find somebody that had a desktop computer. I had to make sure there was an internet connection. Hopefully it wasn't dial-up or I'd be there all day. And I had to physically get (laughs) online and search for this information. And back then on YouTube, there wasn't a shit ton of DIYs like there is now. A lot of it was goofy-ass videos and music videos, things like that. If you really wanted to know something, you had to find like a form for that particular subject and go search through pages of forms to get the answers that you wanted. 
Nowadays, mm-hmm. you could just speak to Google and it'll tell you exactly what you want to know. And it blows my mind because I I watch him try to figure things out and I watch him struggle. And I'm like, you have the smartphone in your hand with unlimited information to help you figure out anything. I said, if I would have had that at your age, I would be running the world right now. And you know, yeah. and, and you can't even use this. You're not even thinking in your head, oh man, this is a tool. I could use this tool to help figure out how to change a spark plug or how to rotate my tires or search for deals on brakes for your bike, whatever it is. It's right there available. And our, my, our generation didn't have that luxury, right? I had a conversation with Safe Prep today because my son and his son are now communicating back and forth because they both have cell phones, right? So I told Safe Prep, I said, when I was a little bit younger than your son, right, I had to physically write letters to my, co- my one cousin, and I would mail them back and forth to her, okay? And I said, it was very rare we could use the phone because they were a few states away, and that shit cost money, and a stamp was a lot cheaper. So I would write something out, and then I'd wait a couple weeks for a reply, <laughs> yes, rifle love letters to my cousin. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but now they're in this day and age to where their state's away and can instantly text, call, send pictures, whatever else. And all this shit, yes, do it, rifle. All this shit is used for bullshit and for just for screwing around and screwing off and burning time and wasting time. They're, this generation coming up is fucked, Jake. My great-great-grandfather walked everywhere, so my great-grandfather could drive a Model T. My great-grandfather drove a busted, broken-down Model T, so grandfather could drive a nice Chevy pickup. And he drove a nice Chevy pickup, so my father could have a new Chevy pickup, so I could then drive a jeep i drive a jeep my son will drive in a mercedes my grandson will then turn back to walking this is the way that it works Hmm. do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug-out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. Yeah, I'm. You, you lost me at grandfather walking back to walking to the Model T, then to the Chevy... I really got lost at the nicer Chevy from the Chevy. Things upgrade, okay? So Right, I'm aware. I drive a Jeep, so my son can drive a Mercedes. Okay? Right. He's going to drive a Mercedes, which means my my grandson, his kid, 
is going to end up walking all over again. It's the cycle and how it repeats itself and how everything is always, always cyclical. And we're, we're at the, we're at the end of the cycle, man. Um, and people aren't going to like it. Our, our parents did all of that hard work and all of that bust in their balls. <laughs> a, a Jeep is an upgrade. If you've been poor all of your life, man, this is, <coughs> but yeah, that's exactly the thing is if you've been blessed enough to have a brand new car, um, I had to work for mine and I, I earned it myself. So for me, it's an upgrade. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I, I drive that, I drive a new Jeep and I like my vehicle and it gets me to work. It's a tool. I, I don't really care about the looks. I'm not, I don't care about impressing people. Um, not my thing for some people. Yeah, it is whatever. That's fine. Um, but, but everything is cyclical. Everything shifts back around and our parents are our parents generation they work their their butts off so so we could reap the benefits of what they sowed and we are we have podcasts we have instant payments we have instant communication we have netflix we have all this awesome stuff but we're the generation probably the last one that still knows how to use a hammer and knows how to use a saw and knows how to build stuff and fix things when they're broken but the generation behind us doesn't because they're going to end up reaping the benefits of what we sow. So we're laying the foundation for these conveniences for people without teaching them how to have any of this real world knowledge of work ethic when it's, when it's just instantaneous and just given and just given. So they're, they're very much going to be, they're, they're, they're building their own prison, so to speak. Right. Except that's not metal bars. It's, it's, it's comfort. You know, so I, uh, I 100% agree with you on that. And it kind of, it kind of throws me for a loop when I just see how incapable the new generation is. One of my younger boys, I've got him in scouts and they're actually, we've got some good scout leaders here, dude. And they're actually getting to work with their hands and do things. And this is, I mean, I, I try to teach my kids all the time to do things with their hands and actually be capable and not just be useless. And I hate to put it in those terms, but yes, useless, right? Um, and I had a conversation with my oldest son today because he's, he's consistently bitching that his phone's running like shit, but he has way too many apps. He's downloading way too much music. He's not cleaning the catch. He's not wiping the data. He's not doing anything. And it's like, you're the one that's supposed to know about this shit. Not me, dude. Like you're supposed to know this. I'm supposed to come to you because that's how it was with my parents. My parents coming to me. I don't know what I'm doing. Show me how to work this. Um, and that's what he's doing, but is incapable of doing anything else. And I'm seeing this happen. So we got about 10 more minutes left here, J-Dog. I wanted to get your thoughts, and I didn't get to keep up with these much. I'm really in the dark about all these things. But these these April's the darkest month in history for people that didn't know. This is shooting season. And we've seen a couple happen already. One get prevented. But, Jake, you, I totally missed this one, like, in the media and everything, and I didn't even realize this was a thing until you sent me the shoes. So, <laughs> um, I'm expecting more shootings to happen soon because this is the season for that. And I did see today um, that s- somehow or another the Biden administration is bringing more down on uh, people with firearms and charges and stuff like that. I don't know if you saw it. Shit, that was the other thing I wanted to bring up. We'll get to the leaked documents next week. Um, <laughs> but there was a gentleman I just saw that got – they're now arresting people for solvent traps, Right. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I guess it's it's the intended purpose. Apparently, a guy had them uh, and was not. I can't remember if they weren't stored properly. He was using them incorrectly. Someone in the chats might know this um, about what happened with this guy, but he just got convicted to three years in prison due to solvent traps. So it seems like they're starting to drop the hammer in a lot of ways, and it seems like a lot of – well, we all know most of the shootings are orchestrated, but anyway, thoughts, comments? Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Yeah. Um, going back to the, um, this is this is just one category of the sum total. And that sum total is that um, we won't say no. So what I mean by that is... If, if I were, let's say I were a politician, okay, um, I, would, I would have my own platform of, of what, I, what I lean into. Here's what I believe. Here's what I'm going to vouch for. Here's what I'm going to legislate for, blah, 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 blah. Here's how I'm going to represent you. Um, my, my personal beliefs are trumped by my duty as a politician to represent the people. So what that means is that since I am there for the people's interest, my personal interests do not outweigh the interests of the people who voted me in to represent them. So what I would want is unimportant compared to what they would want. I am just the middleman between it to represent them. And so my personal beliefs, um, I support guns. I love them. I think they're great. I think they're a tool, and I think they should be used as such. Fuck yeah. Sorry. And (laughs) I know that some people are going to disagree with that, which is cool. They're allowed to. We still should have that discourse in this country because that's how this country was designed. It's an American experiment. Um, But they're, they're wanting there to not be any guns. Their personal interest in that doesn't trump the right of the people to have them so in that way their personal want is less important than what's necessary and what's necessary is that there's a second amendment for that Um, same as with anything else Um, same with the covid thing there was a mask mandate a lot of people hated it a lot of people supported it i still see people driving around in vehicles alone with masks in their car do what's best for you you shouldn't deserve to get shit either way now, where the line is drawn is when places like restaurants want to set in mandates that, that completely write off half of their consumer base. That is the duty of the individual, regardless of side, to stand there, talk to the restaurant owner, and say, I'm going to wear my mask because I want to. You're not going to mandate this guy wear a mask or get kicked out because if you kick him out, I'm leaving. Everyone should have done it, despite personal opinion despite belief it doesn't trump 
the ability for the people to, to be able to exist in society with reasonable expectations of safety. I am in charge of my personal safety. You are in charge of your personal safety. I like you, so I would have your back, naturally, and vice versa. Um, but in no way can I perceive or fathom in my mind a business owner, a restaurant owner, a grocery store, and their ability to want to shirk half of their consumer base to protect people who willingly go out in public and venture out where they don't feel safe because you only have a reasonable expectation of safety. The answer in my mind should be... You just got you super quiet. Ah. Check your little cord thingy. Is that better? No. You can't hear me at all? I it's just, It went super, super low. I don't know. Uh, Dirt Lady says she can hear me fine, so are you silencing me? T- hell no, I would never do that. Clapper might be. <laughs> I said they can hear me fine. Let me see. Maybe it's on my end. Okay. I don't know. Okay, now I got you. It was something on my end. I don't know, dude. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Well, regardless, regardless, my personal beliefs don't outweigh what's expected for societal belief. Um, just because I'm, like I said, just because I support firearms and I know that other people aren't going to do it, if I felt like I didn't want to support firearms, my personal belief doesn't outweigh the person's ability to be able to have them. I might not like them, but I'm still going to support your need and want to have them because the Constitution supports that. It's the law of the land, regardless if I like it or not. The problem is there are too many people being told that they can have their individual beliefs and do what thou wilt and be your most authentic self and everybody should support you. And if they don't, they're a bigot or uh, whatever, whatever thing. And that's not the case. We grew up in a society where that didn't happen. We were self-reliant. We were a little more self-reliant. Our parents' generation was vastly more self-reliant than we were. Um, and they expect us to kind of act like that. And, and now we're seeing this generation come up of, of people who are not self-reliant and, and, and need to latch on to others. I don't know. I, I, what's the word I'm looking Approval, I guess. They need others' approval. I don't need that. I, I just need to only do the right thing. And that's, that's what I aim to do. Um, other people, it seems like the perception is that it doesn't matter what the right thing is. You do what you feel. And that to me is scary. That sets in my mind, a religious context, um, of do what thou wilt. And that, that mentality is scary to me. And that's very concerning to me because that means that all the cards are off the table. All the rules are gone. The game board has been pulled from the table and thrown out the window. And that's concerning for people like me who, who care about that and respect other people and follow the law. What happens when there are no more rules? Well, when there's no more rules, it's all out chaos. But I mean, see, here's the, here's the thing though. We're in, this is something I've been noticing as things are becoming more freer and people are becoming more open, especially with like the, the sexuality and, and putting it out there in public and putting it out there in the schools and everything else. 
we are seeing more rules pop into places in regards to money, in regards to freedoms, in regards to safety, things like that. So as we're losing things, the government is gaining more power, and they are gaining, they are picking up more steam. And that's not okay. No, it's not okay. Not at all. This is a very, this is a very, we are playing with fire right now, and we are going to get burned. That is coming. Yeah, we are. Um, being being in corrections, which you're familiar with, I'm familiar with, a lot of people are familiar with. I've met people in my career, in my my ten years of of corrections experience, that uh, you know their family members. When are they going to get it? When is it going to make sense? How much? You know, how many times do they have to go to jail? You know, how many? Blah 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 blah. What I've found out for some people, the only solution for for resolve is that you have to take away every single thing that they have. Everything. And by everything, I mean everything. And for some people, that's what it takes for it to click and say, if I keep going down this path, I will have nothing. And it's unfortunate that some people have to take it, take it that far to that extreme, but some people do. We're taking, we're taking this societal decay to that extreme is that we're going to lose absolutely everything that makes us who and what we are as a country. We're, we're, it's perceivably bad to be an American now when at one point in time it was perceivably good because we weren't like the rest. We were the standout, and that was a good thing. And other countries at one point in time said, man, I wish we were more like that. And we're still like that. And now it's, oh, America's bad because they're not like us. And and we have a president who sits up there and just tells lie after lie and says, oh, we're becoming more like the rest of the world. And I hear that and I say, that's bad. That's not good. Um, I, the, I, I don't care what, I don't care if Biden was left or right. What I care about is that he lies about literally everything he says. He's been in politics since the 70s. And even then when he ran for president, he lied about everything during his presidential race. But our parents' generation were the people to call him on bullshit and stopped him from running for president. Action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.